Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and it's going to be great because today, Chris Chapiak. (laughs) (laughs) Today, Chris Chapiak. (laughs) Okay, Chris Chapiak is here today. And I have laughed about that because I've known Chris so many years and I'm like, I'm going to say your name wrong. So uh, Chris is here today to share her story of how the world works together, how the world visualizes and finds great ideas and brings them to fruition with collaboration and fun and uh, her little part of doing that. Is that a good overview? That's a good overview. Only three times on your name. I think we should leave it in. That's pretty good. I agree. You know, because we could cut it out and make it like I got it right. But, you know, I wrote it down because I said after knowing you so many years. Um, Chris, you are a delight on every level of a human being. Um, (laughs) You're a delight as a friend. You are amazing as a business leader. Um, Tell uh, everybody, introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you. So uh, my name's Chris. Chop yak. <laughs> no, I grew up in Denver. It doesn't like whole last name thing just reminds me about um sometimes we get weirded out by the wrong thing. Like right. who cares about my last name, right? Well, no, but Weirsma and some people say Weirsma and some people say different things. But you know, just because I was recording, I'm like, wait, I'm gonna say it wrong. <laughs> well, and I go back to I grew up in Denver, and so I go back to the first day of school in elementary, middle school, high school, and you know, it's a C. So people always are like, oh, how do you say that? Anyway, it just reminds me of that. So I'm so excited to be here, Betsy, and share part of my story and just some tips and a little love and insight um, on this podcast. So thank you. So um, in terms of how I got started, I have a really crazy background. You know, I have an English bachelor's degree. I was the leader of a science school for 10 years. I, I know have, about that. I yeah. have cooking experience. I have a lot of cooking experience, professional cooking, bed baking experience. And so um, I've just been so blessed and uh, richly inspired by doing good work. So that's why I love the um, sisterhood, doing good work, having fun, but also making a difference in the world. And I think that's what has led me to my current role as founder and a visual strategist at Arla Soul Visualize Innovation. Yeah, so this is this is Chris's own company, um, really built on the kind of products and services you bring to so many, um, I'd say, people in high places. I mean, every time I talk to you, you're in Europe, uh, you're at NATO, you're you know, <laughs> you're helping solve the world's problems, and then you're back home at Denver making delicious uh, cookies and breads. Thank you for bringing some today. So, um, so tell everyone about Arla Soul and about what the concept is about how you help organizations really thrive. Right. So Arlesol was founded in 2014 after a whole stint of experience in consulting where I focused on business planning and high-performing teams. And so just pulling that uh, that experience into Arlesol, um, Arlesol really focuses on visual strategies. So let's talk about the visual first. So yes, it's really like drawing and um visualizing in a real tangible way with stick figures and little, you know, um, stick houses and that kind of thing, but really visualizing what is it I'm really trying to accomplish. And the strategy part is really the consulting part. So 
How do I visualize it? And then what do I do with it? Once I have a vision, how do I get it on paper? And how can I enact the things I'm really dreaming about that I'm visualizing? So all of my, you know, 20 years of consulting has come together in this company to really help support people achieving their dreams and enacting their dreams um, specifically through visuals. And what we know about the visuals is that people um, remember them. So they're 60 times more effective than text. So we don't produce really long, arduous business plans that go on a shelf and that nobody pays attention to. The visuals kind of come alive in the moment and they stay alive and they travel with people as they figure out, how do I go from a dream to a reality? Yeah, I think you have to stop there because people are like the visuals, right? Yeah. And you said stick figures. And I think people that don't have the perspective here don't understand. So tell them a little bit about the process of how you take, let's say I've got an organization, I've got a high performing team, I've got a university, um, and I really want to implement something big. And I really need an entire team to get on the same page. Talk a, a little bit about that process of how the map, I'm calling it, the visual recording of this dream comes to life. So um, in that scenario, we ask the team, starting with a leader, a bunch of questions about how they see the world in the future. So um, as they describe what they see, my colleagues and I, we draw that, literally draw it. And um, I'm not a trained fine artist, (laughs) so I'm not producing a Van Gogh or a Rembrandt or you know, even a Paul Klee, I'm doing a, I'm doing stick figures. I'm doing really simple drawings and icons that help bring that vision that they talk about to life. So verbalization is just one component of how we process things in the brain. And so this allows people to start talking about the things they see in the future, the things they desire in the future, how things might shift and change in the future. We take a big sheet of paper with a bunch of colored markers and black you know, markers and chalk pastels. And as they answer these questions that we give them, we draw what they see. And then together as a group, we step back and we look at that and we say, okay, how's that different from what you have now? Right. And what are you going to do to get closer to that vision you've just created? And so the beauty of that is it's tangible. It's tangible in a way that even the written language is only one dimension of how we process you know, our dreams. Right. And I'm like, you know this about me, I'm super visual and I have to draw everything just for me um, (laughs) to record that. But what I want to stress about this project process of the project, people in the room all have something to say. And it's really cool when someone sees their idea validated by becoming part of this drawing, which, you know, saying is a map is really an understatement. They take all ways, shapes and forms. I've seen so many of your drawings and also thank you for so many times you've helped kind of figure out ideas for me and my team. So that's amazing. So you didn't have an art degree. You figured out this brain organizational visionary strategy that really works. And you wrote the book about it. (laughs) I did write a book about it. Yeah. Tell them about the book. (laughs) Okay. So the book is called Picture Your Business Strategy, Transform Decisions with the Power of Visuals. And um, the book is really broken into three different components. The first is why visuals? Why now? Why is it important to picture something? And as we get uh, more and more connected with different cultures and across the globe, we can see that we don't all speak the same language, even if we all speak English. So pictures have a way of being able to translate ideas into action 
in a way that text and just talking about it doesn't. So the second part of the book uses a little case study that I compiled with a little story that I compiled with, with my experience of about 20 years with all these different clients. So it's the story of a guy who gets a new job and the pressure is really mounting for him and his team to perform. And so it's a little story about how they use visuals to totally transform the division. Right. And then the last part of the book is, okay, so that sounds kind of cool. I'm kind of scared, but I'm kind of interested. How do I do this? And it's full of templates and ideas about how do I actually make this happen in my own organization. Right. So give somebody an example of somebody you've worked with, you know, or it can be a theoretical compilation client, but I know you do a lot of work around the world and I know you do, you do a lot with colleges and universities. You and I went to Purdue University together and did some of this work. So just give somebody like one example of a team so they can really get this. Well, one example that I think is a good one that just happened recently is I was working with an individual who's going into a new role in a new organization and she really needed some clarity about what made her stand out and how she was going to bring in and integrate her team into her thinking. And so the first thing we did is that what makes you special? What makes you stand out? Like, what are the, let's put a name on it. Let's draw a picture around it. Like, let's get a set of icons. Get it out of your head. Exactly. And then the second thing we did is, what do you think your sweet spot is? What do you bring to this new organization and this new role that is really different from the rest of the people that you might consider peers? So we had a long conversation with that, and it happened to be in the healthcare industry. And so... What was totally cool is we mapped the customer journey. Mm. So we looked at what is it about um, the patient? What's my experience when I go through the whole hospitalization experience? Mm -hmm. And then what is it like to be a caregiver in that experience? And then we looked at those, we looked at those two stories Mm -hmm. and um, I said, okay, where do you add value? Where are the places where you know you can make a huge difference? It can be a more uh, human-centered experience full of compassion instead of pain and bureaucracy. She identified those areas. Then we built a visual platform, literally a platform, with four components about how she's going to transform the healthcare industry. Wow. Isn't that awesome? It's so awesome. (laughs) And I love because I always think about you kind of working in a team, you know, in a bigger organization. But I love the one-on-one of a super, you know, important role for a leader to get really clear. Right. You know, especially in the world where uh, women, I would say, you know, are looked at like, okay, you know, what do you got? And um, it would be great. With, did this happen to be a woman? Yes. And she was able to take the visual, which I uh, redid after a whole bunch of messy drawings together. Right. right. And uh, explain the, pl- visualize the platform with enough space. So now she's going around to all of the people who are working in our group and they're adding to it. Nice. So she's able to take an artifact that's not fully blown out. Right. And she's writing on the map. You know, people are like, oh, that's your platform. She's like, no, it's our platform. Got it. So this is so this example translates really well to teams, right. because if you can imagine with your team or with a team that you're on going through that same experience and the level of clarity, like these are the four things we stand for. These are the areas we're going to make in a difference and be able to transform X industry or X marketplace. Right. It's a very powerful um, experience, personal experience. You get a lot of clarity about what's happening and you're inspired to act because all of a sudden it's super like, oh, you don't, there's no question about where I'm going. 
And so you're like, okay, so how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? Right. And I I think even just refining brands, bringing people on board to teams, this could be so useful to actually see the roadmap of, you know, here's what we're focusing on. Here's what we're excited about. Not just, you know, um, this kind of too big to understand, big bubble of information. You know, this is what counts. I guess, exactly. around here. And here's a way to look at it that you can, I love that you can put it on your screensaver. You can make a big poster. I go all over town in Denver, Colorado. Chris has worked many, many years and I'll see an entire uh, organization run by a map and I'll look in the corner and sure, surely mm. uh, that was powered by you. So you. awesome work in the world. Um, you're listening to Boost Power Podcast and we will be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. Welcome back to Boost Power Podcast. And I know all of you are grabbing paper and a marker and you're like, what was that book name? I'm going to draw something about me. Um, Chris, you have done such amazing work in the world and you have been an entrepreneur. Uh, you've had a couple companies, you published a book. We like to talk about some tips that you would give to other people and especially the women that are listening because, you know, people look at you at your success and go, oh yeah, that one was so easy. Lay up for Chris, you know, like, oh yeah, her family business was inventing this. And I think we've dispelled that myth right now that this probably <laughs> wasn't what her dad did or her mom. Heck no. <laughs> I think she created this one out in the world herself. So as, as people are listening and they think, I've got an idea, um, what would be some of the things you've learned along your path that you would share with them? So uh, if you're starting with, I have an idea, I have an idea I've never really done anything with. I really do encourage you to sit down and draw it out because there's something about creating the distance between our ideas that just live in our head. And when we get them on paper, we start seeing relationships and patterns to that idea in a really different way. And so I'll give you a quick example, like the last example that I just gave when we were saying, okay, what's the platform and what's the customer journey? If you start mapping, um, say you have a product idea, you want to start a catering business, or you have Um, a book that you want to get out into the world and you literally map the idea for the book and then map above and below it. And I'm not talking sophisticated. You can just use lines and you can use a lot of words and you want to, you want to figure out for yourself, what's going to pull audiences into my book, into my catering business, into my idea. What are the things that might really distract me and distract a customer from doing that? So I just think Getting your idea on paper, actually sketching it out and re-sketching it out and reformulating it is one of the um, most fun, empowering, and immersive experiences to really understand your business and your why, which we know that, you know, thank you, Simon Sinek, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So you get really clear about what your why is. So that I would say that's like my first tip is just spend a little time. It's not hours and days and months. It really is maybe 15 minutes in the morning for a couple of mornings. And all of a sudden you're looking at a canvas that you've created in your own hand with your own writing, your own ideas. 
But then you can start organizing those ideas. Mm -hmm. I That's very parallel to what I do with those vision board classes, uh -huh. you know, yeah. that I say, go through a magazine and see what attracts you, right? Don't go through and say, I'm trying to find a dog. Go through and find what attracts you. And maybe it's a picture of a dog because you want a dog. Great. Very literal. But maybe it's a dog sitting on a beach or a dog on a sailboat or, you know, something else that opens up the next thing or an idea or a concept to go off of. So, so the first one, I, I get your tip, like get it out of your head in whatever level of skill doesn't matter. Just get from the headspace onto some paper. Yeah. Absolutely. That is a great tip. Okay, awesome. Got that. I'm just I'm grabbing my <laughs> markers because, you know, I'm so working always on something. So that's perfect because my second tip is uh, some of the things that I've observed and learned um, in these some of these big companies that I've worked for is that whoever has the marker and is standing up at the whiteboard pretty much owns the room. So if you are having, so you, maybe you're sitting here and saying, well, that's not really me. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to start my own catering company. I don't have a business. I want to get noticed at work. I want somebody to notice me for the work that I do. And my advice, especially to people early in their career, is practice at home, get some flip charts, draw your idea. And when the right moment comes in that right meeting that you're going to be at, step up to the whiteboard and in the roughest hand possible, sketch your idea on the whiteboard because you will have a captive audience. People will be looking at you and they'll be saying things like, wow, I didn't know she could draw or wow, look at him. Like that's a person. How did he learn how to draw that person? If you can sketch your idea with a couple of icons, not in a sophisticated way, but be able to do it, your boss and the people around you are going to think about you differently. Because you are putting your ideas out in a way that's creating an invitation. So people feel like they're invited to comment. Um, you don't have a lot of ownership. You're not looking at them and like trying to tell them what to do. And it's something that is going to make you stand out because no one else in the business is doing it. I love that idea. You know, I have never been in corporate America, as you know. <laughs> I was crazy enough to start my business when I walked out of school and I never looked back. But I do think that that's really important that those, um, anyone listening, that want to be noticed even in your church group, your synagogue, wherever you are that you're trying to make a difference, it's a gift you can give to others to try to get your ideas in a way that they can see them literally and you can express them in a creative way and be noticed. So that's an oh that's awesome. <laughs> so pick up that. Do you have another marker? one in there? <laughs> Do you have another one? Because I want to go draw right now. So I've got to finish this podcast. So what other, what else you got? Chris? I would say the you know, in order to do the first two things, you just have to have some courage and be brave. And the world is calling for you and for that moment for you to step into that and draw your idea. And even if you never share it, but just getting it out on paper puts out, as you know, and you've been a huge advocate, put those ideas out there because you never know when synchronicity is going to happen and the business opportunity and your idea come together to be able to do that. So just be brave, be courageous, get your idea out there in a different way. So a couple of I, a couple of t more tangible ways of realizing this. First of all, I do a lot of speaking at business schools, and um, I've had several business students submit to me their resumes that are hand drawn. Now, can you Whoa. imagine if you're a leader sitting here listening right now, and you got a resume that was very clearly written and visualized? I mean, the, some of these resumes are unbelievable, and they are both trying to stand out. And 
um, trying to tell their story in a way that's super visual, that's pleasing to the eye, that makes me think, wow, this is actually somebody I want to be around. Right. Isn't that, a- is that innovative? Especially I'd love when someone learns something new and they actually do it. Exactly. You know, it's one thing to say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to, to write even the thank you note back to the great speaker and draw, you know, shows that like, I got you. I Absolutely. heard you. Absolutely. It really shows the innovation. Yes. And so say you're not brave enough to do it for yourself, draw for somebody else. So if you have a friend or a colleague or someone who's going through a tough time or, or who does have a business idea, and you're like, yeah, I've been doing this sketching thing. I don't know. I want to put it to good use. Sit down with that person over coffee and really over 30 minutes, you might be able to sketch their entire business idea using arrows and simple like icons and illustrations. Wow. So just have the courage to step out of your own comfort zone and pick up a pen and draw because I have a personal belief and a personal mission that drawing can change the world. It accelerates things at a pace that I have never seen in sort of like, you know, I have an MBA, sorry, MBA people, but I, this works faster. It's more effective. It's more fun. People get galvanized and they rally around these ideas because they're visualized. Right. It's something they can feel like they, they can be a part of and something they can help co-create. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Um, so, but if like, if I'm someone thinking, I kind of want to study this, I want to learn this. Is there ways for people to learn how to be a visual recorder, how to be trained as a coach in this? Um, can you tell us anything about that? Yeah. So um, first and foremost, uh, reach out to me, chris at arlosold.com, because I teach classes in this and um, we'll be launching an online course um, beginning in the fall next year. I'm in the beta stages right now. So if you want to um, work in collaboration and do it online, you know, from the comfort of your own home and <laughs> your own office, I'd be happy to invite you to do that. The second thing is check out the International Forum for Visual practitioners. I know that sounds like really complicated, but remember IFVP.org. So International Forum for Visual Practitioners. And there's so many people in that space who are offering online classes, who do face-to-face in different places. I have a a class coming up um, in April in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and then probably another class either in Boston or in Colorado in the fall. Great. So this is evergreen. So you never know when you're listening to this. But again, Arlosol, A-R-L-O-S-O-U-L dot com is the company name. And Chris Chopiak or Chopiak or whichever <laughs> you like to call her, she still shows up. You can just call her many, many names. But she she kind of is the mother of creating a lot of this visual recording, but really her own innovative style. And I'm so glad she's coming with the the digital online classes because I know many of you out there are thinking, wow, this would be a really cool thing to learn to help my organization, my corporation, my government body, my, you know, my church, my school, my synagogue, um, get on the same page and do it with a little style. Um, we do one more fun thing on Boost Power Podcast. We draw from the dream big, live dream, a lot easy for me to say, <laughs> dream big, live big deck. And you answer a question. Oh, wow. What was your question? So my question is, what are you ready for? That is a great question for you. <laughs> That's a, it is a good question. I think, um, what am I ready for? I don't ever feel like I'm not ready, which sounds like a horrible thing. But I think very pointedly to this, I'm ready for my online course to launch and get into, uh, get into work with um, some other people that I don't know. I think the other thing I'm ready for is for more people to draw. 
just I, this is accessible to anybody. We all process um, based on a lot of brain research that I've done. We all process things visually. And so it's well within your reach. It is not a foreign object to your brain. Your brain likes the feeling of bringing right brain, you know, creativity and left brain structure onto a page in your own hand and drawing it. So I would just say um, I'm ready for more people to join me in a visual journey that I think can make meaning and really accelerate your business and your own growth. Right. Oh, gosh. And so many of you are like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. How do I do this? So just go find Chris, find her book, find her classes, which are across the country soon, digitally across the world. And also just kind of be aware that she is a great speaker. She can come to your meeting, your convention. I've hired her many, many times to come in and she will customize a program, you know, whether it's collaboration, whether you're creating an actual map, or maybe it's just some exercises and some fun on a personal growth and development level because she's the real deal. I must say she's the real deal. Thank you all for listening to Boost Power Podcast. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And I know what you're going to do now. You're grabbing a marker and some paper and you're thinking, what's a stick figure among friends? I'm going to get these ideas out of my head as Chris coached me. I'm going to figure out my why. I'm going to take an idea to my boss, my cohort, my friend, I'm going to do the service of helping someone else get a big idea out of their head. And I'm going to be part of this world celebrating that we're all here to make a difference and do something great. And drawing it and writing it down is a catalyst to doing that. Uh, Please share this podcast with others who can benefit from our uplifting energy and ideas. This is your host, Betsy Wearsma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.